Hello and welcome Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner and Ben. Today is Wednesday, November the 8th. Today we are going to give you a running back power ranking. We're going to do the top 20 because 30 or 32 just seemed like too tall of a task for us to handle. 20 hurt okay. my brain. Bro. Yeah, 20 was a lot. People. So, <laughs> so we're just going to keep it at 20. Before we get into that today, uh, I want to tell everybody, by the way, I haven't mentioned this in several episodes, give us a follow, mainly on Instagram right now. It's really the only thing I'm ever posting on right now. Soon we'll be moving to other stuff. Hopefully in 2024, we'll get some different equipment. We'll start doing videos and stuff. So anyway, but give us a follow on Instagram for now, and we'll get to the other stuff at some point in the future. Uh, also, give us a five-star review on iTunes. You can write whatever you want to on there. We'll read it on the episode. Ask us, ask us any kind of question, and we'll answer it. Uh, we do have a five-star review. Uh, I'm, I'm a little behind on this one. This one was left on Halloween. Wow. So I should have got it last week. Jerk. I missed it. Sorry. Wow, bro. The name, the whoever, I don't know how you even make this your name on iTunes. I don't know how this is possible. But the, the iTunes name, like the, the iTunes profile name is Lovers Gonna Love Always. I so, feel that, bro. Shout out. Hey, shout I out. feel that. Shout out to whoever you are. Yeah, shout out. Lovers, I feel that. Lovers Gonna Love Always. You know who you are. You know who you anyway, are. Anyway, this is what Lovers Gotta Love Always has to say. Absolutely brilliant work, y'all. Love the stories. Short and simple. That's, Let's go. That's it. Well, we appreciate it. Lover's going to love always. It's, it's, it's a tongue twister just reading your name. That's a fantastic name, though. Shout out to you. Oh. I feel like by that name, you are in a very healthy relationship. Like, you guys get those lines. Oh, either they're in a very healthy relationship or they've been single for 40 years. Yeah, that's... Okay, I okay, I can way. see that. I'm going to go with a healthy relationship, though, because I get healthy relationship vibes. But because, I, 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 I don't know, bro. I get broken heart vibes from it. Just I, like, I, just, <laughs> I do have to say, I think it's a female. I, I, I feel like this one's a female. Yeah. I feel I like no. We've probably got like a total of like three female listeners, and I think this is one of them. Yeah. Lovers. Yeah. If they made it through like the first one or two episodes, then that, I mean. They come yeah. for the stories. That's what they come for. Yeah. Hey, once we get the video going, though, our video, our female listeners will skyrocket. You're okay. too confident. You're way too confident. <laughs> way too confident. Hey, we can dream, man. We can dream. We can dream. Oh, man. Uh, did you got no. Bro, did you guys see where Jason Kelsey was is like one of the nominees for sexiest man alive. I did really. Yeah. Jason Kelsey, Let's bro. Go, bro. <laughs> I hope he wins it, dude. I personally appreciate it. That's awesome, dude. That is fantastic. Hey, there's there's a lot of ladies out there that really like that Jason mm. Kelsey like look. Hey. They like that kind of guy. Dad bod is in right now. Now I, I can't don't even think can't Jason even... Kelsey qualifies as a dad bod. I think he's a little too cool. Jason Kelsey is yeah. like a, a lumberjack. Yes, lumberjack. Like, that's the vibe. That's I get. that's a that's lumberjack dad. Like lumberjack for sure. That could mess somebody up. Yes, you don't want like, to mess yeah, with that. I mean, dad. he's also like what six three, six four. I think he's taller. I don't than know. He, he's he's centers, a short center. centers aren't very tall. Centers are typically shorter than every other offensive lineman by quite a bit. He's not big for a center. Yeah, I was thinking like six foot. Like I. I, centers aren't generally he big anyway. He seems taller than that to me, bro. My my bet is either six foot or six foot one. I'm I would not, say six three. I'm not going six hungry. two, six three. I, I don't think so. <laughs> what well, we, we got, Ben? What we got? Not Jason Kelsey's wife. Stop it. <laughs> I know she's tall. 
He's 6'3". 6'3"? Oh my god, it on the dot, let's go. That's. I feel like that's tall for a center. Well, you gotta think, even if he's, even most if he's shorter, shorter... Most quarterbacks are like Even six, if he's three. shorter for an offensive lineman, dude, most your like, tackles and guards yeah, are six, still 6'4", six. 6'3". Six, six, yeah. I mean, 6'4", yeah. 6'5". Yeah, the, six, six, the tackles so I mean. are definitely really tall. The guards yeah. are a little shorter. And the center is typically the shortest. He's, what probably, always, he's probably just lightweight then. Yeah, I've always thought he was a smaller. Did anybody center, listen but... to the Christmas album that the Eagles offensive line made a couple of years ago? I've not heard yes. it, but I've is heard it a lot is about it as fantastic as I feel like it is? It bro. was actually good. Was it really? It really was, dude. I gotta find this. Not yeah. So for even... people that don't know, I, how many years ago was it? I think it was last year. It may have been last year. So the entire Eagles offensive line got together and made. Well, I'm pretty. They didn't write the songs, but they covered and basically made a Christmas album. Of the Eagles offensive line. Did you yeah. not know that? No, I, I knew it. Oh, yeah, oh I've heard okay. a lot about it. I just haven't yeah. actually heard the album. I need to I need to listen to it. It was definitely his weight. He's only two eighty. Okay. Which yeah, is okay. super small for offensive linemen mm-hmm. in the NFL. But he is so dominant. Though. Yeah, he yeah. he's great. Oh, it doesn't fantastic. stop him. So Mm-mm. All right. Before we get into the rankings, uh Tanner, I do want to have a little bit of a conversation about the Michigan's thing. So what what do you have to say yeah, about that? Yeah, so for, so for pe- okay, so so for people that don't know, uh, Michigan is under investigation right now, basically because they were using outside people to travel. And from my understanding, they were using outside people to travel to different schools and basically steal signs, things of that nature. I like. I, I don't know. I, I had two. I have two different. I have two different feelings about it. Like. I I don't understand. This may be harsh to you guys, but apparently this has been going on for like a year or two. Like apparently this is not like this has been going on for a while. Until at least the investigation is complete, I don't know how you let them into the college football playoff. At least until the investigation is complete. But I see it. I see it both ways. Like, I, I just, I hate it happen, but there's no way Khaki Pants keeps his job after this. Like, I just, yeah. I just don't understand. I agree that. with that. Like, Jim Harbaugh is going to lose his yeah, job. Yeah, I think this. at the end of this year, I, I don't think Jim Harbaugh will ever coach college football again after this season. I think I agree with that. Uh, but one thing I do want to make clear <clears throat> everything that I've heard about what Michigan has done. I don't have a problem with any of it. Not one bit. And here's why. So, the sending scouts to the upcoming games. Apparently, that there's a rule against that. Okay. One, dumb rule. Okay. Two, every single team in college football has done this for eternity. Every team. Your team, whatever team you're a fan of, they've been doing it every game this year. They did it every game last year. They've done it every game in every year that's ever existed. Okay? I promise you. Okay, so I know that that's a fact. Every team does that. Okay, the other part that Michigan's in trouble for, I don't even know if this is official or if this is just skepticism, but the other part that I've heard is that they've been get going to other teams and giving other teams this signal information for upcoming opponents. Uh, that, that whoever they got those signals from, their, their future opponents, they've been going to those future opponents and giving them the signal information. So that's a little bit bigger deal to me, but I also, I don't know this one for sure. The other one I know for sure, other t- every team is sending scouts to every game. That is that is for sure f- true. Like a, I mean, just the fact that people act like every, every team's not doing that, you're insane if you don't think so. 
But I also, if I had to bet, I bet every team is also going to future opponents of other teams and, and exchanging information for other teams. So, like, let's say Michigan is going to a future opponent of Clemson. Let's say it's Florida State. And we're like, hey, Florida State, we're going to give you some sign information about Clemson. In an exchange, can you give us some sign information about Ohio State? That kind of exchange, I guarantee you that is happening all across college football. Okay? So I don't have a problem with any of it whatsoever. I think every single team is doing the exact same thing. Michigan is just a little bit careless about it. And it's like, eh, I don't even care if you find out. We're just doing it. Which I respect that, actually. So, if anything, I think Michigan's the hero here, to be honest. <laughs> I really do. I don't have a problem with it at all. But. The only thing I have to and say. I, and I hate Michigan. I, I root against Michigan all the time. Not as much as Ohio State. But I do, I do root against Michigan almost every game. And I still, I just don't think there's anything wrong with this. I really don't. I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. The only thing but, I have to say, if you ain't cheating. He ain't trying. <laughs> the, the dumbest thing about this is the fact that any of that is even considered cheating is ridiculous. I mean, every level of football ever, you you do this scouting stuff and even exchanging scouting with other teams. Everybody does this. NFL, they do it. They've been doing it forever in the NFL. In high school, they've been doing this forever in high school. That is a fact. They definitely do that in high school, and they definitely do it in the NFL. Why can't they do it in college? Why? I mean, come on, man. It's NCAA has some stupid rules, and this is one of them. It's ridiculous. So We'll see what happens. That's my opinion on it. But I don't think that they can – you were talking about suspending them from the playoff until the investigation is complete. I, here's the thing. I lean, I lean with the I, – I, I lean toward the idea of, like, the American justice system where you're innocent until proven guilty. I don't like the guilty until proven innocent thought process. Yeah. So in that in that sense, Michigan should not be punished for anything until it's proven that they've done wrong. My only so. thing my only thing with this though, okay, is this has been said to have been going on for a year or two. Okay. It's been going on longer. Pro yeah, I, I guarantee yeah. you longer. But if you also look at it I'm pretty sure it was two or three years ago. There were talks of Jim Harbaugh getting fired because of his records and him losing. Couldn't beat Ohio right. State. Yeah. And then there's this massive swing where he's been in the playoffs. He was, you know, obviously a playoff team last year. The year I mean, beating beating Ohio State. Like, like I I get I get what you're saying. Like 100. I'm completely against the. I'm completely against the guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. This is a little different, I feel like, though. I, I just personally feel like this is a little different. Because maybe maybe team maybe teams have been doing this, okay? But even and there was there was something actually, there was a really, really good point that that I heard earlier. If you look back when the Astros won the World Series, when the whole remember when the whole trash can thing came out? Yeah. If that would have come out before the World Series happened, what would the MLB have done in that situation? Oh, uh, it's hard to say because there was also extra speculation on top of that. One, they did the they, Altuve thing. So, yeah, the, like the using electronic devices part. But the camera and the outfield thing that they, was a part of this, apparently was proven that they were doing that. 
if they had found out about that during the season, I don't know if the team would have been banned from the playoffs. But every team, every player that would have been proven to have taken a part in it, include and the manager as well, would have been suspended for a lengthy amount of time. Mm-hmm. Which, if they caught early enough, would have been during the regular season. So, I, I don't know. It's hard to say with that, for sure. And I do want to say about the Astros thing, too. I also think that's overblown. Yes, they used a camera in the outfield, which is a little, a little much. But... Sign stealing is a part of baseball, mm. and I think if you are tipping enough, even with a camera, yeah, if you are tipping enough that people can know and they can use it against you, that's your fault. I don't think that that if the team finds a way, I think that using cameras to steal signs should be legal. I don't. Why is that illegal? I, if a pitcher is tipping, you should be allowed to steal the sign. That simple. I, it's that from- I. I just I now the whole now the extra speculation that players were wearing wires under their jerseys that would vibrate and stuff that would be a, that would be too much. I one hundred percent agree with that because and the only reason that I I am like ninety nine percent confident that that was a real thing that wasn't right. that wasn't proven because but, it wasn't proven. Yeah, but I, I'm sorry, bro. You can't tell me that. A major league baseball player, after hitting a walk-off home run, is grabbing his jersey because he doesn't want it ripped off because his wife will feel bad about his body shot. Give me a break, Jose. It was, it was weird. Come, if yeah. you actually think anybody believes that, bro, you're off your rocker. Yeah, like, it was, it's a rough on, look. For sure. You couldn't come up with any other excuse but you use but, that. But for conversation's sake, let's say that they weren't doing that. Let's say that they weren't wearing wires under mm. their jerseys. Every I literally don't have a problem with anything else. I, even if you're using a camera, I don't care. If, if the if the pitcher's tipping, that's his fault. And my I just yeah, don't tip your pitches, man. It's that simple. I agree with you in every other aspect, but the electronic. If electronics are involved, that's where I disagree. But so, I mean, so you, sign, so you, sign you stealing. Don't, you don't think you should be able to use a camera? No, no. Okay. I I think like tipping pitches, everything. That's. That that's literally like I remember I was playing I was playing baseball in the summer league one time and I was catching and my coach literally didn't tell me this but apparently when I was squatted down giving a signal to the pitcher I had my hands too low well that's just stupid and the the dugout like saw it and they were calling pitches out no and I didn't realize what was yeah. happening nobody told me this right. so like if you're tipping pitches like that way or like if a runner on second something of that nature yeah. that's baseball when electronics come into it, that's where I so, disagree. Let's say I feel like that's where the unfair advantage comes in comes into play. So let's say Ben has no interest in this conversation. So let's say you've let's say if you don't have a camera, let's say you've got a, a scout standing in the outfield and a scout behind home plate. Mm-hmm. And each scout also has a runner next to them and they've got like binoculars. And mm-hmm. it's like maybe the scout behind the plate, he realizes, hey, when this pitcher is about to throw a curveball, he 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 uh, he licks his hand twice instead of once mm-hmm. when he when he's about to throw a curveball, uh, and I've noticed that. So he sends the runner to the dugout and be like, "Hey, when he licks his hand twice, it's a curveball." All right. So like that's not much different than just using a camera and directing like sending a signal to the dugout from the camera anyway. I I, I don't really yeah it takes a little bit extra time by sending the runner, but it it costs them maybe like thirty seconds to a minute. Like I like. I don't really, I don't think it's that big of a difference. Mm. I think you should just allow it. 
uh, as a whole. Like, here's the thing with me with a lot of this kind of stuff that people consider cheating in all these different sports when it comes to, like, scouting and, like, advanced scouting and all this kind of stuff. They should just relax all these rules, man. They really should. Like, everybody's trying to do this stuff anyway. Just relax the rules, man. Like, I, I just... Some of these rules just make things way too strict, and it's just annoying. Like, it's not going to hurt the product of the game if you allow scouting, okay? Like, come on. That's that's my main point from all this. So, and with the baseball thing, pitchers, just don't tip your pitches, man. And I think pitchers, usually you can find out your tipping pitches pretty quick, especially if you're a really good pitcher. If you're a really good pitcher that usually only has, like, in the ERA of, like, 1.8, and all of a sudden, one game, you allow eight runs in three innings. Oh, crap. Something different happened this game. I was tipping pitches. I don't have my good stuff. You need to go You need to go watch that film and see what you were doing because you were doing something giving those pitches away. All right? Like, that's that simple. And if you have a 1.8 ERA as a major league pitcher. I was, that was a bit in the you're, Yeah, you're, you're, you're yeah. Nolan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, anyway, so let's move on to this. Li- I want to know who I forgot. Okay. okay, on two. Okay, running back power rankings. So these power rankings are based on right now and going forward the rest of this year, how we feel. We took out running backs that are supposed to miss the rest of this season. So like Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's not in this. Okay, uh, but people that are supposed to, if they're injured, they're supposed to be back within the next two or three weeks. We did include those guys. So anyway. Do you guys want me to start with the num- our number one overall, or do you want me to start with our number 20 overall? I feel like it'd be more fun to start with the top and go to the bottom. Okay, so the all best right. running back to now. Yeah, because we were all pretty. Okay. Yeah. So I don't even think we've got to say who we have as a whole uh, consensus for the number one overall running back. Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, I was thinking more like... Uh, Wow, I was, I was trying to think of a random running back off the top of my head. I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> it's the first one that came up. Yeah, La, Lamar Jackson. Well, Ladanian Tomlinson. There wow. we go. <laughs> nice. Latavius Murray. Lynch, here we go. Lindell White. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's the most random X running back I can think yes. of. All right, anyway, our number one running back, it goes without saying, is Christian McCaffrey. We all three had him as our number one running back, so obviously he's he's the number one. I mean, I don't even think – like, there's nobody else that's even in the same stratosphere as him right now. Like, it's just him. So, um, our number two, a little bit of a surprise, maybe to some, but if you've listened to this podcast – it's probably not that big of a surprise to you. Our number two overall running back consensus is Derrick Henry. Oh, he was number two? Yes. So the most po- most points possible you could get is 60. Christian McCaffrey got all 60. Derrick Henry had 54 points. So that's, that's Wait, pretty high. He's not our consistent. Or No, he would be our consistent. He is consensus number two. Number two. Yeah. I had, what, him, I had it, him three. What's it called whenever you have all three the same? I guess that's consensus. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Is it also consensus? Okay, this is just census. Our census number two. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then consensus consensus means that it's it's uh oh wait, no, no. No, that's a, a different, that's a different word. That is uh shoot. Oh, what is that word? Oh no, you're talking I know what you're talking about now. Dad gummit. <laughs> Y'all are giving me a headache, bro. There is a word for it, but I it, uh whatever. Consensus is what we all think yes. collectively. Yes. yes. 
Oh man, you're driving me crazy now that I can't think of that word. I'm 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 gonna be thinking of it like later on tonight, and I'm gonna be so mad at myself. We're gonna get to like the end of the podcast. Somebody's listening. There's multiple people listening to this podcast right now. I was like, those three guys are just absolute morons. They can't think of that word. Like, yeah. How stupid or can you be? Anyway, anyway, Derrick Henry's the number two. All right. Yes. That's, um. Did did you where where did you have Derrick Henry on? I your think list? I had him three. I think I had him number. You three. had him third overall. Yeah, okay. I had him three. Uh, I had him two. Where did you have him? Ben had him two overall. I had him four overall. Two so, four. I guess it was just because we were con- yeah. we were consistent with him. Yeah. So I would have had him two if it was Derrick Henry last year. If it was the Derrick Henry last year, I gotcha. Of of people playing right now, he would still be my second choice for mm-hmm. All right, our number three running back with forty nine total points is Saquon Barkley. That's a pretty big drop off, actually. Yeah. Oh, gosh, bro. So, uh, I gave him eighteen points. Ben gave him eighteen points, and Tanner gave him. What'd you give him? I gave him twelve, bro. I, I'm not a Saquon. I'm so crazy. I'm not a Saquon Barkley fan, bro. He's never had an offensive line. He's ever. never, but like, I, but I get it. Also, is just a beast. I get it. Like, he's one of those guys that can break you off like seventy yards. But it may be his offensive line, bro. Like, he just get he gets stops that it's two yards, three yards, one yard, two yards, yeah. three yards, seventy yards, he's, two yards. Three, those those two, two yards, yards and three, three yards, yards, five yards, four yards. Like those two yards and three yard gains you're talking about, he's getting hit three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Like like it's that's just every time. I've just I've I've never been extremely high on Saquon. And he also league. is the second best receiving back in the NFL and has been his whole career. Christian McCaffrey's one. He's number two. The the only uh, kid said I would he's a, uh, he don't know about that. A, I would disagree with that. The only other time that Saquon has had any other player on offense that you had to worry about was his rookie year. That's true. And that was like only, his best year. He was a beast, so and that was the only time he's had anyone on his offense that you have had to worry about other than him. He can't stay healthy either. Like it That's seems true. like he's always injured. That's true. All right, number four, close behind, 47 overall points, Travis Etienne. Okay. He's higher up this than I anticipated. Ben had him at one, two, three, four. Ben gave him 15 points. I gave him 16 points. And Tanner, you gave him how many points? 16. 16. Wow. So, yeah, we were, 16, 16, we were pretty consistent with them. So, yeah, we. I was surprised that I had him as high up on my list as I did, to be honest with you. Mm. Like, I was like... I mean, I had to put Travis Etienne right here. Like, I, like he's just a good running back. He looks good when he runs the ball. Yeah. He looks fast. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Looks really quick. Uh, it, it, the crazy thing is, that's another one of those guys, because his, his injury his rookie year was a torn Achilles, right? Yeah. That's just another example of people coming back from torn Achilles and being completely fine. Like, oh, RIP Cam Akers. Crazy. Yeah, Cam Akers, you're, you're probably not coming back. That's your second one. So, sorry. Yep. Anyway. Next up, guy that's currently injured, one point behind Travis Etienne, 46 total points, Devin A. Chain. I feel like that's fair. I feel like Travis Etienne is a slightly better receiver. And I actually think A. Chain's better, to be honest, but I did. I actually had Etienne above A. Chain just because I've seen Etienne do it longer than yeah. I've seen A. Chain do it. Yeah. So, I mean, A. Chain's averaging over... Yeah. I, mean, I'm, I think he's averaging over 12 yards a carry it's, now. It's something... It's video game numbers. It's just... it's bet, You can't even do that in video <laughs> <Exactly>. games, bro. <laughs> ben gave him 16 points. 
I gave him 15 points. Tanner, you gave him what? 15. 15? Okay. So, yeah, we well, had another one. So, all actually, you all had ETN one above him, and I had yes. him one below. Yes, I had ETN above AJ. Uh, let's see here. Next up is one point behind A-Chain. So 47, 46, 45, all tight right here. 45 total points, Austin Eckler. Uh, Tanner, you had him pretty high up yours, didn't you? Yeah, I had him at 19. So you gave him 19 points. I had him at 19. I gave him 14 points. Ben gave him 12 points. So you were quite a bit higher up than we were. I'm I'm not high on Eckler personally. I I was higher on him in past years, but I don't think I've ever had him as like a one or no two overall. I think he's a great receiving back. Yeah. I don't think he's great as far as like just running between the tackles, getting you four yards on first down. I I don't think he's that kind of running back. Yeah. So that's uh, but I I do like him a lot. Yeah. I enjoy watching him. I like so. Austin Eckler. I just think he is overvalued sometimes because of his fantasy production of catching the ball so much. Very good fantasy. And he also is a touchdown machine as well. So touchdowns, touchdowns skew people's opinions of how good running backs actually are, in my opinion, sometimes. David Montgomery. David Montgomery's a good. James Conner. Yeah, James Conner is another good. He's the worst. Like, he, he is the definition of overrated because of touchdowns. Yes. I don't have James Conner on my list in case the listeners... Somebody that scores a lot of touchdowns that's not overrated is Christian McCaffrey. All right, he scores touchdown every game, but he's not overrated. Okay, he's just that good. Next up. So that was a 47.46.45 point run right there. Next up is 42 overall points. This is our number seven overall running back, Brees Hall. Mm. Ben gave him 13 points. I gave him 19 points. Oh, he was my number two. Yes, I. I mean, I just watch him play. Holy cow! He's he's that good. I had him above Saquon. I would agree if it was pre-injury, which he's looked still really good after, but he hasn't looked the same as he did before the injury. Uh, That offensive—that's another offensive line that I just had. I don't think it's been good. So every anytime he gets any space at all this year, it's he's looked incredible. How many points did you give him, Tanner? Ten. He was middle. Okay. I mean, to your point, though, watching Dalvin Cook and then the other guy oh running behind God. that offensive line. It's atrocious. It's bad. Yeah, it's so. really bad. You, you can instantly tell when Brees Hall is not in the game. Every time. Um, so that was our number seven running back. Number eight. Can you, any of you all guess who this guy is? It's not the one that you're missing, Tanner. This is driving me crazy. I don't know who I'm missing. This guy, this guy is on one of our favorite teams. Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Eight, eight overall. How high uh, did you have him? Ben. Wow, Ben. I had him below Austin Eckler. I just realized that Ben only has 19 people on his list. Are you serious? He's missing 11 points. He's missing the 11-point slot. He did not give an 11-point slot. <laughs> I just put Isaiah Pacheco there. <laughs> We've already... So Ben's list is screwed up. Ben gave Aaron Jones 10 points, but he really should have got 11 from Ben. But anyway. It wouldn't have changed his slot anyways because yeah. he's like two or three. So, so got 10 points from Ben. So just keep in mind, Ben only put 19 on his list. It should have been 20. So he, he can't count. I, I can put Isaiah Pacheco on. I forgot Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> Spoiler. But I did. All right. Aaron Jones got 10 from Ben. 
He got 13 from me. How many did he get from you, Kevin? 17, 17 from, from Tanner. Jeez. I, I feel like I'm, you, you, I, should, ha- you should have some hatred for this guy so far this year since you have him in fantasy. I he's do. not been playing for I, Okay, I do because he's just... Him and Tony Pollard are just <laughs> destroying my fantasy team, bro. So, um... I, I just I'm a massive fan of Aaron Jones, man. I put him higher on the list because of how I know he can be. Yeah. With Aaron, like if if he's playing with Aaron Rodgers still with the Packers, he may be top three on my list. One hundred percent. If you're top, like that's just me, but it may be a little skewed because he was top four without him. I would hope he'd be top three. Well, so, my, so I, here's 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 the thing with Aaron Jones. If you're talking about different tiers for running backs, and you put like a tier for running backs as far as actually being a running back and running between tackles, and another tier for like being a receiving back, if you have like tier as far as running between the tackles, if your tier one is like Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, uh, Devin A. Chain, like those kind of guys is your tier one, and then your tier two is like your Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, like Tony Paul, or those kind of guys, and then your receiving tier ones are like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, those kind of guys. The co- the great thing about Aaron Jones is he's right on that border between tier one and tier two for both categories. See, I don't even know if running, I consider Austin Eckler a tier two. Like, he's just... I, 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 I said running. Like, sorry, oh, I'm, running. I'm sorry. Okay, I said okay. receiving for receiving that. I, I brought it up at... You don't think he's a tier one receiving back, Austin Eckler? Oh, I thought you were saying he was a tier two receiving. No, back. he's a tier one. Receiving oh, okay, back. okay. That oh, I yeah. agree with that. I thought I, you were I'm, saying he's a tier two. What I'm saying two. is is that Aaron Jones is borderline tier one on both categories, running yeah. and receiving. Yeah. That's why he's so good. Ben, we can't be looking at stuff on our phone in the middle of the podcast. I don't even. I don't that, know what you're that's doing. fantastic. It's worth though it. it's worth All right, it. What, what I'm looking at. So, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Aaron Jones was our number eight overall. I feel like that's a good spot for him. That makes sense. Mm. So next up is 35 total points. Bijan Robinson, number nine overall running back. Mm. Ben gave him 14 points. I gave him 10 points. I had 11. And Tanner gave him 11. Yeah. So far apart on that. Mm. Um, he's dropped a lot for me in the past like two weeks. Yeah. He was. Republicans aren't using him though. He would have. Well, no. Even when I watch him, he's. I mean, he's not looked insanely awesome. He 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 lost his it factor. It looks like like he's just not. It doesn't look like he has that same confidence and swagger about him when he plays. And then he just had some drops that are like, bro, what are you doing? Like his receiving chops was supposed to be like. Amongst all of his other things that he could do, he was supposed to be an insane receiving back, and he's just dropped some passes, which is just a problem around the NFL this year. The yes. amount of drops is insane for running backs, receivers, tight ends, like every, and it's not just one team either. Every team is dropping the ball. No, yeah. it's crazy. The most, I'm not, I'm the most sure. shorthanded players I've seen so far have been quarterbacks. So. <laughs> 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 they not, they're not dropping any. Shout out Matthew Stafford. Yes. <laughs> I'm not freaking out about him, though. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm like, yeah. yeah. We've still got him on the yeah, list. I'm in not. a pretty good spot. But yeah. he, he would have been probably like three or four slots higher if we did this like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it had been like after week two, 
He might have been. He would. He would be a top five running back for me. To week two as a rookie, dude. He that's he, insane, bro. He looked good those first two. He weeks. looked good, but still, then, top like, five is insane. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. So he was number nine. Our number ten overall running back is obviously wrapping up our our top. Is this is the guy I forgot. This no. is the guy Tanner forgot. Who did I forget? Tanner did not have this guy on his list at all. But me and Ben carried him into the top ten. You're welcome. Tennessee fans in particular. Tanner, how have you not figured this out yet? Played for Alabama, transferred to Tennessee. Tennessee. Was it wasn't even really the starter for Tennessee. Yeah. How you still can't figure Bro, this out? Who I was blanking he, so hard. He plays on the same team as Taysom Hill. That's why I was giving you a hard time about it. No! How did I forget him, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm leaving, guys. Y'all haven't been that good. So it, it's Alvin Kamara in our. Forget him. He's in our ten spot. He should be a lot higher than ten. But Tanner, Tanner forgot to list him. He forgot about Alvin Kamara. Even after we said he played for Alabama and transferred to Tennessee, he still couldn't remember who we bro. I was blanking so hard. I forgot. Oh. I, I can't believe you could, even Dude. after all the hints, you still couldn't think I even made a Taysom Hill joke earlier, and Dude. you still didn't. Oh. oh my gosh, man. You're going to be, you're going to lose sleep over that tonight. Dude, I am. I can't believe I forgot him. It's all right. I forgot. Holy Jacob. cow. I just need to throw my list out at this point. Like, <laughs> just light it on fire. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, so. If you had, where would you have put him if you could have remembered him? Uh, let's see. I would have put, personally, I probably would have put him in my five slot. Okay. I would have put, so I would have moved, I would have moved Travis down one. No, I'll take that back. So on my list, I would have moved Travis down one. I probably would have moved Aaron Jones down one and put him in the four spot. Okay. Personally, that's what so I would So you would have given him 17 points. Yeah. I'd have given him 17. Ben gave him. 17 points. I only gave him 12, but at least I remembered him. So, <laughs> why you got to hit me where it hurts, bro? Dang it. How did I forget him? Oh, man. Uh, oh. I'm not going to let you live it down, bro. Dude. He played for Alabama. You couldn't even remember him. Did he actually play? Yeah, he did. He yeah, he did get snaps. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even really play for Tennessee. He got a lot of snaps at Tennessee. Yeah, he, he did. Was, he was, it was almost like a 50 50 backfield yeah. there. But anyway, next up, number 11, Joe Mixon. Put freaking Joe Mixon on this list, but forgot. <laughs> Gosh, dude. Uh, ben gave Joe Mixon six points. Oh, no, I gave Joe Mixon six points. Ben gave Joe Mixon seven points. And Tanner, you gave him quite a bit more. How many? Yeah, you I gave him 14, actually. 14 points. Jeez. Yeah. So. I'm high on Joe Mixon, man, especially with how he's been playing lately. I, he's, he's, um, he has gone up my board quite a bit in the past yeah. two weeks. I'm, I'm high on Joe Mixon, dude. So. Running and catching. Honestly, like, two weeks ago, I don't even know if he would have made my top 20, to be honest with you. He's, mm. But he's impressed me the past couple Understand, weeks. Understandable. Yeah. But I'm a I'm a big Joe Mixon fan, personally. Like I, I really like him, especially these past couple of weeks. I have always thought Joe Mixon has been overrated. Same. But he has played good the past two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I think 
I counted. I did this. I did this wrong. I counted Bijan Robinson twice. Whoops. So you only had nineteen people on your list. No, no. I Am just, I the only one that had twenty? When I got it like when I, you're supposed when I, to. When I, when I went back and redid some of the numbers, I just I uh, counted to him twice on one of them. So let me renumber these real quick. Seventeen. Well, if he does that. This episode 18. is sponsored by. No, I'm just playing. I wish we had a sponsor. That would Coca Cola. No, Coca Cola. That would yes. be a huge sponsor. That would be massive. All right, they're too busy making Super Bowl commercials right now. Yeah. All right, sponsored by Angry Orchard. Next up, yes. number twelve, Josh Jacobs. Okay, let's see here. I had Josh it's Jacobs. Not only so high, I gave dude. Josh Jacobs two. That's so wow. high. Why is he so high? Ben, ben gave Josh Jacobs nine. How many did you give him, Tanner? No, I gave him nine, actually. I didn't realize I had him that high on my list. Dude, he literally led the league in rushing last year. He did. I just... This is coming from an Alabama fan, bro. I just... I feel like Josh Jacobs is a little overrated. I mean, not... I just... And that's coming from an Alabama fan. Nine points is not that high. Yeah, it's not that high. It's not. I mean, we've got him 12 on the list. I mean, that's that's fine. So that's the eight spot? No. No, he's 12 overall. Oh, 12 overall. Yeah, okay. Honestly, I was thinking the other way that he was like number eight. Yeah. That's right about average of the league. He was a little over average. He received 20 total points. And that's fair. I feel like that's a good spot for him. Yeah. A little above average running back. Yeah. Behind him at 18 total points, number 13 overall, Tony Pollard. Trash. That's too high. I gave Tony Pollard four points. Ben gave him six. How many did you give him, Tanner? Gave him eight. Okay, I struggled even giving him eight. I, the thing is, I think he's really good. The Cowboys just aren't using him. They they don't year. use him, yeah. and it pisses me off, bro. Yeah, I mean it's it's very interesting what the Cowboys are doing this year. They don't need to use him, bro. They got to do spawn. That's yeah. But she, I don't even think he's touched the field. Maybe. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Tony Pollard's like the only running back. Well, they put Rico Dowdle in quite a bit. Actually. Yeah, actually, Dowdle's played more. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I, I actually like Tony Pollard a lot. I hate the Cowboys, but I like Tony Pollard. I like Tony Pollard if they used him right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all that. Unfortunate. Get me out of my misery and move on. Okay. 14 overall. One point behind Tony Pollard. 17 total points. Jonathan Taylor. Trash. Uh, I gave Jonathan Taylor three points. I'm actually surprised you had him on your list. Ben gave him eight points. It was one of those names that I just felt like I like I had to put him on there. Like regardless how I feel like I should have this guy's name in my yeah. top twenty. So Ben gave him eight points. I gave him three points. How many did you give him? Ten? Six. Give him I didn't six. want to give okay. him that. It's all reasonable. Reasonable. We have him at fourteen overall. I can take that. I can accept that. I feel like that's I feel like fourteen overall is actually pretty good. The problem is is the media wants everybody to think he's like number three overall. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, may, in my opinion, he may be the most overrated yes. quarterback in the NFL. Running back. I like, agree. Like, running back, not yes. quarterback. I, he is. I, I genuinely feel like he he, He's overrated. an overrated quarterback. Very <laughs> overrated quarterback. He's better than Zach Wilson. Wow. We'll just move on. We'll just move on. Watch, watch the tape on Zach Wilson. That's all I got. No comment. Robert Sala said he didn't even know why he was starting at this point. Okay, we can move on now. Did you see that comment that he made? No, I didn't see the comment. They asked him after the Jets why Zach Wilson was still, like, why he was still starting, and he was like, 
I don't know. Like I yeah. plead the fifth on this one. Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's the that's the right thing for him to say because there's no the media is going to tear him apart. He sucks. I don't know why he's starting. That's no. what he wanted to say. Dude, dude I'm, I don't want to get into it too much, but you watch Zach Wilson's tape. He is not playing bad. He really isn't. He's doing a good job. I just don't. I, I just think. And a lot of great. like NFL, people that break down NFL film have my back on that. A I lot see. of them have said if you actually watch watch the film, he is making the right reads. He is making the right throws. He still makes some bad throws, yes. but also like he he has looked really the re- good. The Jets, the the game that they lost this week, that was not on Zach Wilson. You, I know you didn't get to see the game, dude. Drop after drop after drop after drop. It, it was, was the whole game. It was just drops. And and, and it was, and the Chargers were doing it too. Everybody in that game was dropping the ball. Nobody was catching it. It was crazy. Anyway, moving on. We all know how I feel about Zach Wilson. So we can move on. Uh, where were we at? Where we we at? all know how you feel about the Jets. All right, that was fourteen overall. Number fifteen overall, Isaiah Pacheco. Ben forgot to this guy. He should be higher up on this list. The he, Ben forgot. He him. would be a lot higher because he would be very high up. How many points did you give him, Tanner? Isaiah? Yeah, uh, I gave him four. I gave him eleven. So Jeez. I, I had him. I had him pretty good. A pretty, pretty. Good I would probably have him at like fourteen, dude. Like four, uh, fourteen total points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's reasonable. He's he's solid, man. He really is. It's not higher, honestly. He. The way he runs the ball, oh, yeah, it's so, is he's so physical, so yeah. physical, man. Yeah, I love watching him play. I, I seriously, I this is gonna sound crazy. I seriously think Isaiah Pacheco is carrying the Chiefs this year. I, I, so he is yeah. carrying that team. I don't I, disagree. With he you. really is. It's crazy. That, that offense would be non-existent without him. Like I, I really feel that way. Um, I mean, obviously Travis Kelsey's awesome. You can't throw to Kelsey every single play. You just you can't do that. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can try. It's not going to be Patrick successful. Mahomes tries. So he's uh, the games that their offense has looked good. It's been because of Isaiah Pacheco. That's that's basically. I mean, it, it, it's just the way it is, really. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Number sixteen. He was one total point behind Isaiah Pacheco. Is Jameer Gibbs. Ben also did not have this guy on his list. Where did you have him, Tanner? I had him seven. You gave him seven total points? Yeah, I had him seven. And, seven I, and, and I gave him seven total points as well. This one was intentionally left off my list just because I don't feel like I've seen him play enough. Like, he, I know, did he rush for 150 in that game? How many yards did he get? Like, either last week or two weeks ago? And a few touchdowns. I don't know. I, I know, know he had a really good game yeah, a few weeks solid. ago, but. I just haven't. They're seen not using them. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of the same thing with Tony Pollard. They're just not using, them, you know. I, but but when they have used them, man, he looks good. That's so. Yeah, I, I've seen enough flashes where I'm like, okay, I've got I've got faith in this guy's actually being a, a, a good NFL running back. I I feel like he is. I think he will be good. I just haven't seen enough to put right. him on my list yet. That's all. Uh, next up. Is number 17 overall. This guy received 12 total points, and all 12 came from one person. Yeah. <laughs> Javante Williams. Tanner, explain. Where did I have him on my list? You got you gave oh, him, yeah. you gave yeah, him, I had him 12 points. So I like I like Javante. I think he's hated on personally. Uh that's just me. Um Yeah, I mean, I think personally, I think the Broncos need to use him more. Um 
I'm not saying that for fantasy purposes, but I probably am saying that for fantasy <laughs> purposes. But yeah, um, I'm a I'm a Javante fan. Everything that I've seen from him, I like. Um, just it's another injury thing. I just feel like injuries, especially last season. So um, may have been a stretch having him in my top ten. I probably should have brought him out of my top ten and moved some people higher. But I definitely think he deserves to be on this list. Okay, yeah, I it, I made a preliminary list first before mm-hmm. I put like a numbered one through twenty, and that preliminary list probably had about twenty eight people on it, and he was on my preliminary. list. The fact I have Javante Williams on this list but don't have Alvin yeah. like that just yeah that makes me sweat like yeah. it actually hurts my yeah heart. I mean that's just ridiculous yeah I'm sorry I told you where he would be if I would have yes been, you did yes all right. I I bet I bet Gabe's torn. Gabe's torn by listening to that, hearing like Jameer, uh, Alvin Kamara versus Javante Williams, because it's his Tennessee fandom and his Broncos fandom clashing head. Oh, he would pick Kamara. Oh, yeah, he would go with Kamara. Oh, one thousand percent. Yes. So anyway, moving on. I I guarantee you, if you told him he could get, I guarantee you, if you told him that if he dropped. Javante and Russell Wilson, probably through Jerry Judy in that, but got Kamara, he would jump on it. He would jump on it. I guarantee you. You're probably that, that would be the dumbest thing ever. It would be the dumbest thing, but he would do it. He would probably do it. He would yeah. do it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Number 18 overall with 11 total points, Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, oh, I, I gave him eight total points. I gave him eight points. Ben, you gave him. Ben gave him three points, and Tanner, you didn't give him any. Right? Yeah, I forgot about him. So I, I think Brian Robinson may be like the most underrated running back in the NFL. I agree with you. I, I, he is really good. He really is, man. He just flies under the radar, but he's really good. Great vision, good athletic, good speed and strength combo. Got shot in the leg before last <laughs> season, and this shows up like three weeks later, like nothing's wrong. Yep. I mean, dude's a beast, bro. You, anyway, you take a gunshot to the leg and you come back and play football three weeks later. I mean, that's a that's a man right there. That's all I gotta say. Oh, I'm a big Brian Robinson fan. Like him a lot. But anyway, moving on. Next up, number 19 overall, one point behind Brian Robinson, James Cook. Did you have James Cook on your no, list? No, I didn't want to put him on my list though. Okay. James Cook, I, I thought about. I it. gave him nine points. Jeez, Ben gave him one point. So he I wouldn't have been on my list if I remembered Isaiah Pacheco. Here's another one of those players where the team just doesn't use him. Like <laughs> I think he's a beast. The Bills just won't run the ball. Yeah, it's that simple. So or throw to him. I didn't yeah. want to put a single Bills running back on this list. Well, he's the best Bills running back by far. But anyway, yeah, I, I they just don't use him. Same thing with Tony Pollard. Same thing Jameer Gibbs. They just some of these players, bro, just don't use them. It's very interesting. So I I really like James Cook. The little bit that I have gotten to see from him, I think he is awesome. I really do. So I also own him at Dynasty. So maybe my opinion is skewed. I don't know, but <laughs> I think he's a really. I think he's awesome. Well, I don't even know about really good running. I feel like he's very similar, like. If he was used more, he could be Austin Eckler. That that would be kind of my comparison. 
Yeah. I feel like that's what I think he's a little more athletic than Austin Eckler is. I, I think he's quicker. maybe not quite as powerful though. Yeah, he may not have as much lower body strength, but I think he's faster than Austin Eckler. Yeah. But as far as receiving ability, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, wrapping up our top twenty with six total points. I think this all may have came from one person. No, no. Wait. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, number 20, six total points is DeAndre Swift. Tanner, how many did you give him? One. You gave him one point? I gave him five points. Okay. So and that so that was it. Ben didn't give him any. So DeAndre Swift comes in at number 20. I is Swift is another one of those. It's, he's a little hard to judge. Uh, mm-hmm. One, he was on the lines last year. He shared all that time with uh, – who did he share time with? With the lines? Jamal. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jamal Williams. Uh, and Williams took all the goal line carries. And now he's on the Eagles, which is like the best roster in football. So almost any – not almost. Any running back in the NFL would look good on the Eagles. So it's a little hard to judge with that. But I do think DeAndre Swift is a good running back. I don't think he's like elite by any means. But I think he's good, solid, gets the job done. Makes explosive plays from time to time. And I, I like him. So, honestly, we were talking about who's an average. I, DeAndre Swift might just be the average NFL running back. You might be. I think he's slightly above average. I, Because, I, like, average means, in my mind, that, like, you're barely the starting running back. Like, at, so you're... T- I, I, whenever I hear average, I don't think average starting running back. I just think average running back. I'm talking about an average. Average starting running back? Okay, then, yeah, I agree with that then. That's fine. I could see that. Which, I mean, I didn't have him on my list just because he didn't prove a lot last year, which he was hurt to a little bit. And then now he's running behind the Eagles offensive line. I could run behind the Eagles offensive line and get three yards of carry. (laughs) So I'd probably get hurt first play that I got tackled, but I would average three yards of carry. So. Um, can we talk about some honorable mentions or well, people that were just let surprised me, let that me, aren't? Let me bring up two before you list any other ones because DeAndre Swift came in at, at number 20 with six total points. There are two players that finished with five total points, so okay. missed the top 20 by one point. The two players are Tyler Algier and A.J. Dillon, and both of those got all five points from one person. Ben, you gave five points to Tyler Algier. Tanner, you gave five points to A.J. Dillon. Yeah. So... Um, why so, did you not have Algier on your list? He was close on mine. Um, let's see here. I'm going to see, I'm going to bring up my, my notes app real quick. He was, well, where's my notes at? Oh, here they are. Tyler Algier. Do I not have him he on was second. I don't see him actually. Oh no, that's true. Never mind. I thought I had him pretty close, but Anyway, I I considered him. I thought about it. He was he's a good player. He really is. But a guy that I'm surprised that you didn't have, or maybe you did have him on your list and he just didn't get enough, was Ramondre Stevenson. Because I thought you loved Ramondre Stevenson. I like Ramondre. Uh, he was on my preliminary list as well. But he just I couldn't put him in my top twenty just because there was too many. He here's the thing. I think Stevenson is great at every part of being a running back, other than being explosive. I don't think he is that he has that explosive capability. Even though this past week he got like a sixty something touchdown, but I don't think he has that explosive part of his game that you need to have in modern football. So, but I, I do like Ramondre a lot. Gotcha. 
So, anyway, talk to us about Algier a little bit. Me? Yeah. Um, I mean, he Me? rushed he rushed over a thousand yards as a rookie on like their offensive line was still good, but the offense as a whole underproduced just with Drake London and Kyle Pitts both not doing as well, but he still rushed for over a thousand last season. And then now splitting time with Bijan and then even the game that Bijan didn't play, he was splitting time with um Cordero Patterson. Patterson, which he was doing all of last year as well and still rushed for over a thousand as a rookie splitting time. Um I mean he the touches that he gets, he just produces with those touches and it's around four to five yards a carry. I think his average is like three and a half to four. But I mean and he doesn't go down on first contact either. That's what I really yeah, like. He's about solid. Him. He just he keeps his legs churning, keeps his pads for like leaned forward. If his momentum gets stopped, his momentum gets stopped. But he just doesn't go down on first contact. He I keeps think going, so. I think he's the average NFL runner. I'm ah, I don't know, dude. I think he might be. He's he's better than DeAndre Swift. I would rather have Tyler okay. Algier than DeAndre okay. Swift. Which I had Tyler Algier on my list and didn't have. DeAndre Swift, so gotcha. But yeah, is that I, the is that the only guy that was on your list that didn't make the top twenty? Uh, no, there was um Damian Pierce. I'm actually surprised that you all didn't have Damian Pierce on your list. Either. Another one that was on my preliminary that didn't make the top twenty. Um, I don't have as much to say about Damian Pierce though, and I had Ramadre Stevenson on my list as well. But those were the only three that I had on my list that didn't make it. Gotcha. So, what about you, Tanner? Tanner. Talk to us about the uh, Javante Williams. Was it Javante? No, no, it wasn't Javante. Yeah, uh, who AJ. was it? Oh, AJ Dillon. Yeah, I like AJ. Um, his quads, the size of his quads, is the reason he's on my list. No, I think his but, quad size is the same as my waist size. Like he like, may not, have the most I, massive quads for a football. That player. sounds like I'm exaggerating. I don't think I'm exaggerating. My waist size is a thirty. Like. His quad size may be 30. Like, it may be. For people that don't know, just just Google A.J. Dillon. He's got the biggest legs of any football player I may have seen. From, especially running yeah, back. Yeah, offensive Well, running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking I mean, running If you're going to say that, but, A.J. Dillon's is still probably bigger, but then you can't be as low as Saquon as you are. Saquon has massive quads also. I was playing. I wasn't being serious about the whole quad thing. But I it do... It sounded like you were beast. No, no. <laughs> now, he does have some massive quads, but that's not the reason. Um, I love A.J. Dillon, man. He's explosive for, like, how much of a bell cow back he is. Um, he's, he's a really good receiving back as well. Yeah, so, like, I yeah. absolutely love... Like, if, if we when, if we did this one year ago, he would have been in my top 20. But in the game, the opportunities that he's had this year with Aaron Jones being out, he has not performed the way that That I would That entire offense has not performed. That is true. Uh, Entire team has not performed. I I, want to get this moment to put in a little bit of input again. First down play calling is trash (laughs) for the Packers. Fix it. Gosh. All right, move on. You got anything else to say, or was that it? Um, To say about AJ? Yeah. No, no, that's it. Was there anybody else on your list that didn't make it? Uh... Let's see, Tajay Spears and Kenneth Walker. Okay. I had them both on my list. Um, Tajay, 
I know he had a bad game against the Steelers. That one may be too soon to put him in my list. Yeah. That was more of a projection pick because everything I've seen from Tajay, he has looked fantastic. His ability to break tackles, his explosiveness, he's super elusive. Like he when he hits a when he has a hole, he'll hit it like head on like he looks fantastic. Yeah. So he had a bad game against the Steelers, but I mean, every game that he's played other than that one, he's looked fantastic. Yeah. So that may have been a little bit of a projection pick in my opinion. The only other one that I had that didn't make the list was Kenneth Walker. Um, I like Kenneth Walker. He's another guy that... I you, think I had to Did you not have Kenneth Walker? I didn't. No, you didn't have your M on yours either, Ben. Did I not? No, you didn't. I could have swore I put... That's what happened. I went back to put Kenneth Walker on my list, and I just <laughs> didn't put anybody. So, Kenneth Walker was supposed to be at 11 for me. That's who was you're supposed, supposed to You're be supposed to give him 11 points? Yes. That, wow, that's really high. I want to hear you talk about that, because I only had him. I gave him three points. You gave him Dude, 11. He looks good he when does. he runs the ball. I think and Zach Charbonnet he, looks better. He's explosive, can mm-hmm. make those huge plays... And he also can get the three to four yards of carry that you're looking for, too. Like, if he gets hit at the line, he can fall forward mm-hmm. for the extra two to three yards. And then he can also have those huge plays. And for a running back, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had him. Well, I didn't have him. Yeah. But he should have He should have definitely been on the list. I didn't sure. have him that high. I had him three. But, like, I, yeah. I mean... Everything Dang I've it. seen from Kenneth Walker, he looks like really good. I forgot Isaiah Pacheco and Kenneth Walker. I need to be fired. Wow. I'm not. I forgot him. Alvin Kamara. Like, I still think I've got you beat, okay. bro. <laughs> At least that's just overlooking him. I I overlooked Isaiah Pacheco. I actually meant to put <laughs> Kenneth Walker on my list, and I just skipped him. Skipped the entire <laughs> number, bro. So the the person that I gave one point, the only person that didn't make our top twenty, by the way, only had one. It was the person I gave one point to was Zach Charbonnet. Who in is, fact you had him on your who list? Who is the not- teammate with Ken Walker? I think Charbonnet looks better than Ken Walker. Dude, stop! I do. He looks faster, quicker, better receiver. He, all those things. Stop. Ken Walker may be better at like between the tackles, maybe. But it is the one spot that I would give Charbonnet the benefit. Is between the tackles. I, I think Charbonnet looks quicker. Charbonnet doesn't have that explosive. He doesn't have that top end speed. Acceleration, he might. Yeah. Like, he, okay. he has decent acceleration, but he doesn't have the top end speed. Okay. And Kenneth Walker has that, that he can just run away. If he breaks free, he's going to go at least 50 yards. Okay. Who is somebody that is that we have not mentioned, this is mostly looking at young running backs, that you think a year from now could be on this list? Young running backs that we've not, but uh, Zach Charbonnet, but um, Tank Bigsby. Okay. If That's if fair. something if Etn gets another injury or something and Bigsby gets a chance, which I thought he would have more of a chance, like right now, but if Bigsby ends up getting his chance, I think he could be on here. Okay, so I I could see that for sure. Yeah. What about you, Tanner? Who is someone that you think we haven't talked about that in a year from now you could see being on this list? Ooh, in a year from now. Uh, let's see. Taysom Hill. No, I'm <laughs> um, let's see. I said it's Taysom. a tough question because after when I asked Ben, that I is. thought that there were going to be names flooding my head, but there actually aren't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tank Bigsby was the first one that came to mind, but I, I actually yeah. like that. Deuce Vaughn, another okay. one, if he gets a chance. Um, I could see that. Yeah. 
just guys that kind of showed. If Cam Akers Cam, I was Cam literally back, about to maybe. Say I don't know. Um, I think I, I think he may be done though. Uh, McLaughlin. Yes, McLaughlin. That's my dude. I don't even know his first name, but he's better than Javante. Is it Jalen? No, not Jalen. No, that's Jalen Warren. Um, I think it does start with a J. I just have no everybody's name. Y'all, starts may, with a J. Look, y'all may like get really mad at me for saying this, but like Jalen. I'm so high on this guy. If he just got the opportunity to be like the back behind a good offensive line. Deontay Foreman, dude. Yes. When he was he, with the Titans, he, he made my he made my preliminary fantastic. I I considered like, him putting him on the list. Like Deontay Foreman's a beast. He's a, he's a great running. He's beast, great. Bro. He's a good running man. He yeah. really is. Yeah. He he will perform for you. Yeah. I don't hate that. Yeah. Alexander. I, uh, we're thinking of names that could be here a year from now. Maybe Damian Pierce. Damian yeah. Pierce. We is already he, mentioned. Is he? Did we? Yeah. I I said I'm surprised that we didn't. Have oh, okay. Gotcha. Keyshawn Vaughn is another one. That I think could be here a year. I from now. really, really hope that we can put Najee and on Najee the list Harris next year. I really hope. That M- imagine doing this list one year ago and us not having Najee on it one I year ago. Yeah, that would have been one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean the fact that we didn't have him on there, it like wasn't even that shocking. It was just yeah. kind of like, yeah, well, he, he wasn't even like in the honorable mentions. Yeah, like, not even. It wasn't. Even I mean, Jalen Warren has looked better. Yes, speak Jalen Warren. That's yeah. another guy. He's on my preliminary. I, I considered putting him on here, but I was like, I can't put Jalen Warren above James Cook. So, yeah, I like all those names. I like them all. I hope J.K. Dobbins as well. I'm a J. I'm a J.K. I mean, Dobbins. Fan. J.K. If he just needs to stay healthy long yeah. enough, I literally I've not seen him play three games in a row. I think ever, <laughs> ever. But I mean, he does look good whenever he gets yeah. the ball. So, I mean, but to be fair, teams are more worried about the other running back on their teams. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that will do it for our running back power rankings. Lamar Jackson. In case that went over the viewers' heads, I didn't hear what you said. I said J.K. Dobbins has looked good with the chances that he got, even though the defenses oh. are more worried about the other running back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you got a running back that good, it really helps the other running back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap up our running back power rankings. We are going to get into our weekend bets now. See, that's my thing. I love trashing on Lamar, but I will actually defend him whenever it comes <laughs> down to it. But I love trashing on him. <laughs> All right. It's fun to hate on him. Tanner, how many bets did you make? One, two, if we talk about our parlay. Okay, so you only did one individually. I just, how many I just did one parlay as well. Okay, I've, I've done two individually. Did we all just do a massive parlay? <laughs> did we? Um, and I also did the same game, no sweat parlay for Thursday Night Football. I'll go ahead and give that one first. I'm, honestly, it's possible I... I don't watch this game. Like it's if if something else comes up that's interesting for me to do. Which game? Thursday night tomorrow. Oh yeah, is the Bears and the Panthers. Yeah, I have no. If I have any option of anything else to do, I may do something else. You know what? I'll I'm take doing. that back. I might watch the game just to see how um, Bryce handles prop uh, prom top. Well, it's the Bears defense, but still, so, like, I mean, I was actually going to say Bajan, but so so anyway. Speaking of both of those, I did a three-leg parlay that was a no-sweat same-game parlay for, for the game. Uh, Tyson Bajant, over 184 passing yards. That's low. Yeah, that's that's where that regular spread was. Bryce Young, over 215. And the total points, over 38.5. Because I think the – I saw – who's the Panthers' big-time corner? Oh, shoot. He's out for the game. J.C. Horn? Yeah, J.C. Horn. He's out for the game. Gotcha. 
And the Bears' defense just sucks in general. So I think the over is probably going to hit in this game. Um, I feel like... I mean, I said J.C. Horn. I feel like there's someone else. It that, may have been a different name. I don't know. I'm going to look up their corners really quick. But while you're doing that, I will bring up another one of my bets. I uh, did a three-leg college parlay, and I did three underdog money line picks. Two of them were somewhat reasonably close money lines. Actually, only one of them was only a, like a close spread. Penn State money line against Michigan. I think that was a four-point spread. I also picked Utah money line at Washington. That was a nine-point spread. And the big one, the reason why if this hits, I will make big money, Kentucky money line against Alabama. That spread was ten and a half. So all three you of those. Kentucky will cover that. I don't think so, but I liked I liked the money line. I liked the odds that they were giving me. Here's the thing with the, with that game with Kentucky. Here, here, there's there's two options how this game's gonna go. Okay, one, and it all depends on the Kentucky's defensive line being able to stop Alabama's run. Mm. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. If Kentucky's defense shows up the way I know they can show up and controls that running game, Alabama's only passing game is deep shot bombs. And Kentucky, the only way, the only thing that they're good at defending as far as passing is deep shot bombs. Those, those, they've got guys that can sprint with really fast receivers and they can make plays on the ball in the air. That's what they're good at. They're bad at like intermediate crossing routes. They're not good at that kind of stuff. But Alabama does, can't do that this year. So I'm not too worried about that. So it all comes down to Alabama's running game. So if Kentucky controls that, I think it'll be a close game that Kentucky ends up winning. Now, if Kentucky doesn't control that running game, Alabama will absolutely obliterate Kentucky. Like it, it all comes down to that. So it's either going to be close Kentucky win. I don't think Kentucky's going to lose close. It's Kentucky's going to win close, or Alabama's going to win by like 30. Like I, I, those are the two options. That's, that's the way I feel. Ooh. So anyway, with those three underdog picks, $5 wins me $240. So only three things to happen, but there are three unlikely things. So anyway, we'll go. I, I, I'm, I'm shooting for the stars, okay? So anyway, Tanner, what's your pick? Oh, did you find out who the who the corner has been? Uh, I I believe it was J C Jackson. I found some. Other... Oh, you said J C Horn. I meant J C Horn, not J C. Okay, Jackson, sorry. I uh, I the other person is Dante Jackson. Okay, and so... then maybe you were talking about C J Henderson. Is no. he the? Okay, no, it was J C Horn. Okay. All right, Tanner, what you got? So I done parlay Panthers money line, uh, 49ers money line, Titans. Who are they playing line. against? Do tell, what? Tell us who the teams are playing against. We pull it up. Yeah, bro, that was boring, dude. No, I'm just fine. Let me you, pull it up. You can see it on the, the list. It says money line against. It shows the matchup underneath the money line thing. I screenshot it. It still shows it on the screenshot? Uh, 40. Huh? No, it didn't. It cut it out. It cut it out. Uh, so I picked the 49ers money line against the Jaguars. I picked the. Um, Titans money line against the Bucks. I picked the Ravens money line against the Browns. I picked the Bengals money line against the Texans. I picked the Packers money line against the Steelers. Um, I picked the Cowboys money line against the Giants. How many? Whoa! How many legs is this? It's an eight leg. Okay, eight Jeez. leg parlay. I picked the Bills money line against the Broncos. Well, what is the what's the odds on that? 
Minus one. Minus four of five. We're not allowed to do that. Are we really not? No. Minus 200 and above, you're not allowed. It, uh, I'll let it slide this one time. Since, uh, okay. uh, no, actually, since you're doing it with a parlay, that's okay. That's okay. Never mind. Okay. I was about to say, with and a then, It is a parlay. Yeah. And then I picked it's Panthers eight. money line uh, against the Bears. I put $5 on it, and if I win, I get 230 Okay. And it's going to happen. We'll see. Your 230 and my 240, we'll see if one of those hit. It's going to happen. Okay. Ben, Man, what's yours? Y'all are making my 175 sound like it's nothing. <laughs> um, I had a, how much money did you put down on this one? $10. Okay, dude. gotcha. I had a four-leg parlay with the Tennessee Titans money line against the Tampa Bay Bucks, Houston Texans plus six and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Chargers money line against the Detroit Lions, which is the only one that's plus odds. And then I have the Washington Commanders uh, plus six against Seattle. I put $10 on that. If it hits, I get 175 Okay. I feel pretty confident in that. Okay. Then again, I felt confident last week. And Josh How many Allen. How was that? That's four. Four legs? Okay. Yeah. I've, got and, uh, a I've got a five-leg NFL parlay. Just don't let me say what I was Oh, what do you, you want to say? I was going to say I felt confident about the one last week. And then Josh Allen just sucks. So. <laughs> I, I did a five-leg NFL parlay. Bengals minus six against the Texans. Packers plus three at Steelers. Titans plus one and a half at Buccaneers. Falcons minus one and a half at Cardinals. And the Jets minus one at the Raiders. Uh, $5 down wins me 128 Uh, All right, so now we are going to... We're starting something new this week. We're doing a Beyond the Neutral Zone Neutral Zone. Pod parlay. So the three of us each are picking two games, totaling up to six total games for a six leg parlay. And we're all just putting one dollar on it each and seeing what happens. So I will give my two games, and then Ben, you give your two games. Tanner, you give your two games. And this will all six is together for one parlay. My two games are USC at Oregon. Under seven seventy three and a half points. So I just think that the the fact that they're two conference teams, uh, plenty of games to scout each other. I think that they're going to hold each other's offenses enough in check that there will not be seventy three and a half points scored. That is a lot of points. So I did. I'm I'm betting on the under hitting right there. And my other pick was Falcons minus one and a half at Cardinals. I think the Falcons rebound from getting embarrassed by Josh Dobbs last week because the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals team is just abysmal right now. Is uh, Kyler Murray back this week? Okay, definitely taking one and a half for the Cardinals. I think that that may be ugly. Cardinals? Sorry, one and a half for the Falcons. Yes, minus one and a half. So, anyway, I think the Falcons may win easily in that game. So, anyway, that's my two. What's your two, Ben? My two are the Los Angeles Chargers to the money line against the Detroit Lions and the Washington Commanders plus six against the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. So I went with two games that I have in my own four-leg parlay. Gotcha. So I'm fairly confident in those. But. All right, Tanner, what's your two? Got the Titans money line against the Bucks, and I've got the Packers money line against the Steelers, and those were both of my massive parlay I had. So, and by the way, of the six legs that we picked, the longest odds of actually happening is Tanner's pick 
the Packers money line is plus 150. That's the highest odd. That's the longest odds. So if that's the reason we lose this, I'm going to slap you, okay? Bro, it's going to be your stupid team. They one, should beat the Steelers. $1 wins us $83.98 each. And we're going to win it. What's the last game that's going to be played in this? Uh, Sunday. Commanders. It'll be the Commanders. Yeah, Commanders. Yep. So, if everyone if everyone's hits before mine, it'll be the Commanders. Well, and actually, the Chargers are going to be the next one well, as well. Right off the bat, we got to have the USC and Oregon on Saturday go under 73 and a half. That's, yep. that's the first one. Got to get that one out of the way. If, if you ruin it immediately, we're all just going to be mad at you. <laughs> so we're all going to be pissed at you, bro. <laughs> you made me waste a dollar on me. So, it should be fun. should be fun, for sure. Whoever, whoever makes us lose the parlay first owes the other two a dollar. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. With well, that. you can't say lose it first. If you're the only reason it didn't hit, I think that that makes sense. No, then you have to pay you both have to of them $2 what they would have paid. No. If you're the only reason it doesn't hit you, I'll be I'm down. We made, what, 87 or is it 82? 83. $83.90. You were all around it, bro. Completely wrong. You were all around <laughs> Yeah. If you're the only reason it doesn't hit, you owe the, both the other people 80 bucks a piece. <laughs> no. That's ridiculous. Tanner, Tanner would really be sweating that Packers game. That would be, bro. Like, oh, no. All right. With that, we're going to wrap it up. We, uh, let's see here. What is there anything big going on this weekend? College basketball just started up. Nothing really big going on. Next week. Did you guys see where Colorado knocked off LSU? We're not talking about women's basketball. Bro, that's a big, that's a big thing, we though, bro. Do not. That's a big, they 20-pointed them, bro. I don't. That's a big thing. Like, I'm sorry. That's a big thing. I don't care. But, yeah. But did you see that James Madison beat number four Michigan State? No, I actually that's, didn't see that. That is, that is a big deal. <laughs> that was that was wild, bro. I think we're going to see a lot of that in college basketball this it's March year. March Madness already. But then again, I feel like Michigan State does that every year. They're always ranked yeah. super high and then lose to a garbage team and yeah. then play good the rest of the year. Also, Michigan State is just overrated in general every year. And here's the thing. And it's not because of Michigan State itself. It's because of Tom Izzo. For some reason, Tom Izzo, people act like he is like the second best coach in college basketball history. And I just don't get it. And everybody always talks about him like, oh, he always has his team ready for March Madness. There are so many Final Fours and all this. When? When did this happen? In the 90s? In the early 2000s, before I remembered any of this? Because every year I watch Michigan State in March Madness, they lose in the first or second round every single... They're never in the Final Four. I, I never see them in the Final Four. What are they talking about? Apparently he had a lot of success in the 90s and the early 2000s because ever since I remember watching college basketball, he's, he hasn't had that success. So I don't get it. Are you okay, bro? But I'm good. anyway, Michigan, Michigan State's always a good team. They're always respectable, but they're always overrated. I'm trying to think of a team to compare them to in football. Uh, Michigan. Ohio State. Ohio State. Tennessee. <laughs> well, there was a few, there was a, I, I saw a decade where Tennessee wasn't rated at all. No. They were so bad that nobody even paid attention to them. But. Notre Dame. No, that's a great, Notre Dame, it's, that's perfect. <laughs> they're always good, they're respectable, they could be anybody, they could lose to anybody, and they're always overrated. That's Notre Dame. Exactly. That's a great comparison. Notre Dame in football is Michigan State in basketball. You're welcome. Yes, perfect. I love it. Thank you. Um. <laughs>
We're gonna I knew it was Cal. I knew one of you guys were gonna throw another day now. Why didn't you just say it? I knew what you why, guys why did it take me so long? I, I don't know why I didn't think of it. What's wrong with me? Gosh. Anyway, we're gonna end it there. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. See ya. <laughs>